0: Welcome back, everyone, to The Junkyard.
1: The show where we're about the good, the bad, and the ugly in arts and entertainment. My name is Imani. Holla at your boy, Zach King. And here, here we go. go. Oof. Feels <sighs> yeah. so good to be back. So yeah, it good does. Be
0: back. We, we've, we've been gone for like a, a couple minutes here because I've been super busy. I actually just got my second shot. Um, oh yeah, yeah. How you doing? I, I get mine my, on Monday. Yeah, I got my second COVID shot. Not the COVID vaccine. It was a second COVID shot. <laughs> injected with the virus. So I got injected with the virus. uh No. Oh man. You know what? Fucking no, my dick's it. huge. It, it, <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> COVID okay.
1: made my dick huge.
0: My COVID made my dick huge. Yeah. So it, doesn't, I'm get, it, doesn't, I'm, it doesn't work. But it's. I'm getting like two. I'm, I'm getting four more shots. Uh, <laughs> I won't stop till I'm satisfied. Um, no, I actually suffered both times. Suffered. Ugh. Um, I the, the first time I got the shot, I had a really bad uh, lower back pain, and arm pain, and the back of my head was throbbing. And the same thing happened with the second shot. Mm. So I'm kind of bummed about that because you know, I, I, I everybody that I'd heard from said, "Oh, it didn't affect me at all." Damn, my gain is still high as hell. Sorry, y'all. Uh, there they either said, "Oh, it didn't affect me at all," or you know, affect me the first time but not the second time, or vice versa. So I was really confused. So I did some some looking and. And a friend of mine actually told me that, um, the healthier and younger you are, the younger and or primarily the healthier you are, the more the vaccine affects you. Mm. So I was kind of, um, if that is true, I was kind of relieved by that. Cause I was thinking like, Holy shit, like what's going on with me? Do I have some kind of like immune, <laughs> like immune system problem? Mm. But he said, but he said, no, um, the younger you are and the healthier you are, you get affected less. He said, for instance, my 80, my 80 something year old dad who like did not take care of himself throughout his life, got both shots, didn't feel anything that both of them. And I started thinking about that and I was like, you know, our grandma, gee, she smoked her whole life. She it did the vaccine affected her zero percent. She didn't feel anything.
1: That's so weird.
0: So I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, you know what? That kind of that feels like that might like have some kind of pattern. You know what i mean like as far as but I, I wonder why like why does it affect people i don't know it's confusing i'll have to we're not confusing mm-hmm. just mysterious i'll have to look it up some more but mysterious. how about you when you got your first shot were you i know you got moderna right
1: i think so yeah
0: so how did you feel after the first shot
1: it's fine my arm was sore that was it
0: yeah so you're probably a very unhealthy overweight um high cholesterol high sodium high blood pressure content person that's that, me that uh, probably has a very low sperm count as well Super so low today i was thinking that we could talk a little bit about um thinking about talking about soul to start out with mm-hmm. um so first off let me just give you a little bit of, of context about uh what, how i'm feeling and i think where the conversation should should go kind of okay. or where we should start out is um so mom and I, we actually had a pretty long conversation about it last night. Um, okay. We we finished the movie and I really enjoyed it. And she said um, that Oh, before we started the movie, I said, hey, you want to watch Soul? She said, oh, okay. You know, since you want to watch it, you know, I'd heard about some reviews or something like that. I was like, really? Like, wow. I So hesitant. Yeah, I was like, that's a serious hesitance. Like, th- I've heard this movie was really good. And she was like, I mean, I just heard okay we'll just watch it anyway so she didn't want to say anything before i she didn't want me to think about it a certain way while we're watching Mm it you know it's great but after we watched it she said um the main criticisms i had heard about it were about um people uh people had said um that there were uh, that there was the the undercurrent of the storyline was like this white savior situation going on about that he this black man had to learn how to live from this white person Mm -hmm. and and um I, I thought that was interesting because from what I had seen in this in the story, by the way, this is not mom's perspective. This is this is she's what, just talking. Yeah, yeah. She's paraphrasing off of the article she read. Um, I thought that was really interesting because, um, at one point in the movie, it is a. by, by the way, spoilers for the movie Soul. Yeah. So if you have not seen it. Just go ahead and take ninety minutes. It's less than ninety minutes, actually. Go ahead and just watch it, and then come oh, back. This episode, it? yeah, it's 100 It's one one hundred and twenty. It's an hour and twenty-three minutes. It's really short. Okay. So um, that's actually okay. I'll say that though. My my one criticism though was how short it was. Like I do like a nice a nice short and sweet movie, but I feel like they could have taken a little more time. Pixar normally does make pretty lengthy movies, and I thought it was strange that with this movie with the black guy and it, it was like less than ninety minutes. And normally Pixar movies are like a pretty pretty healthy length. You mm-hmm. know what I mean compared to like. But compared to Disney movies, Pixar movies are normally the closer to like, like more serious feature length films. You know what I mean? That's okay. kind of what that's kind of the allure of Pixar. Pixar has a little, it's a little more prestigious, you know what I mean? So they have. Okay. Um, anyway, that's what I got from it. Although they got I feel like they got everything, though, for the story. I just feel like maybe you could have seen a little bit more of his life. I don't know. It got a little more into before we went to Soul Land. I feel like we got into Soul Land like really immediately. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit, we're getting that, that's already happened. And I would have loved to relish a little bit more in seeing this man. Okay. So before I say this, the, 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 um, moral of the story essentially for the main character was to, uh, live your life, uh, like, for, uh, as if it's your last day, you know, uh-huh. really like just to live, not to get caught up yeah. in, yeah. in, in, in the, in the hustle or whatever it is just to not get caught up, just to, you know, smell the flowers, as I would say. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I would have loved to see more of this man not do that. So I so I could understand the moral a little bit more. A switch. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. for a while, I mean, for the for what I'm for what I saw, it just seemed like this fool was just getting knocked down. It's a super talented motherfucker right. who everyone overlooked and 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 was yeah, for super talented. Super, super. I mean, it's funny because the person that plays the piano for the character is a Juilliard graduate, John Baptiste, and he's like super oh, always john like,
1: baptiste yeah he's like john a prodigist is the shit
0: <laughs> he's like a prodigist a prodigist uh uh jazz pianist and he's mm-hmm. playing for this guy and i'm like this guy is literally fucking <laughs> amazing but but he can't book a gig to save his life right and so for me it didn't really look like he was caught like I, eventually they, they painted it to show that he was caught up in things mm-hmm. but in the beginning it didn't really seem like this man had his priorities wrong it seemed like everyone else was just like knocking them down and yeah yeah. uh, and and hard hard to say that it wasn't because it was black you know i think Mm -hmm. that that was i think they i think that was a pretty strong reason and i and maybe it would have been nice to maybe point that out instead of just letting it be assumed or thought about but what i will say is that Mm -hmm. i i did kind of like about and i think you mentioned this before about how um it was a black man a black family a black man that did (laughs) <laughs> did black things it's a terrible way to say it but he wasn't like like uh, culture like, like yeah cultural. Yeah.
1: black as a person or like as in terms of like ethnicity and he was also black culturally yes, right that's, that's, that's what, what i I'm mean to say. About. he was yes. participating in all these black cultural things like the barbershop and you know all, all these like staples of black culture in america
0: exactly um but it, but it wasn't about being black right um so and that's what i really kind of enjoyed is that it was kind of like he just got to be a a character Mm. in a movie as hard as that is to imagine nowadays especially with everything going on like with a just a oh it's just a black guy what's the difference between a black guy and a white guy you know that can be really problematic but i feel like they avoided that trap by not making him like not do uh culturally black things so they, they 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 allowed him to they they allowed experiences that he had with his father for his father to call jazz not jazz but to call it black improvisational music mm. straight up to go to the barbershop and have that whole scene that was so uh classic uh to um you know to to have the mother and all the seamstress friends and the way that they spoke, you know what I mean? It was just it was that was very nice. So it didn't ignore that he was black, but that wasn't the focal point of the story, which was right nice. Right. Um, so that was one of my um one of my um pros about the movie. Um right. and so in, in saying that, going back to my point about what the conversation is, um, those people that were criticizing the movie in the article were saying that this this soul character portrayed by Tina Fey, who I thought did a smashing job. I thought it was Um, a great job. I thought, I think she's hilarious, but I thought it was a smashing job. Um, Is that he had to learn how to, uh, how to live every, live every moment as if it's your last. He had to learn how to do that from this white uh, figure.
1: Well, someone who's being played by a white actress Ex-
0: so this is my problem with that theory is oh, you're, that
1: you're, you're just quoting
0: them okay. i'm quoting them okay, i have okay. i yeah i In i, that wording, I find it. that that uh that theory very interesting um because like i hate i i, I saying this i know there's like so many lines because i know i know that this is like the whole thing about color blindness but i'm saying she's blue First off, she isn't even a she. It's a they. It's, a, it's just an they, om, they're, it's they're an omnipotent soul. soul. Yeah, and and that was proven to us in the beginning of the movie. They're not, they're not when, omnipotent though. Not omnipotent. Sorry, but, uh, androgynous. Uh-huh. When they when they displayed to us that they could um, <laughs> if I just mixed up omnipotent with androgynous. Yeah. Could you I imagine? Like, uh, uh, that's that's I'm, a, I'm, I'm omnipotent identified. You're <laughs> omnipotent. <laughs> oh, what omnipotent. the fuck? <laughs> omnipotent. Uh, that'd, that'd be crazy. I identify as omnipotent. Um 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 that that she could be that, that they could be anything they appear as an old man even as the main character himself like mm-hmm. they, it didn't it didn't matter so yeah. i feel like that was already like i feel like the writers were careful to make that clear that we're not saying that souls are boys and girls we're not going to say that because that's super problematic we're not right. going to say that gender is assigned in your or that that uh you know is yeah, in, assigned as a soul that's ridiculous mm-hmm. so um I feel like they covered that base, and then also, um, she only, he only, uh, learned more uh, by uh, of how to live, like uh, of how to live in that way by watching her live in his body. Like it wasn't just like like she was experiencing everything through his gaze, and then by seeing someone enjoy his gaze so much, he was like, "Oh shit!" Like this is what life's all about not like don't 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 get drowned out and all this stuff so she like didn't teach him anything i mean she was really like clueless the entire movie like yeah it was him Uh uh it was all about it was all it was him it was him and so i was like i was confused about that because um she was definitely a a a help at like a helpful figure in helping him narrow down what is what is you know important but she didn't really teach him anything she was pretty ignorant. I feel like right. that was like the main pinnacle of it. She was a super ignorant character. So I don't know. That's why I think like I I I question that theory. But but mom, she says that the two theories like not the two theories, but that perspective and my perspective are not mutually exclusive. And uh-huh. I um am looking to you to uh, uh, since you just said uh huh right now, you must understand what she means.
1: That uh, that your. Uh, that your um, interpretation and say 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 it again, because so she's saying
0: <laughs> that's me in Zoom class when the teacher. I, this, I was like, yeah, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. When the yeah, when the teacher is like get, go, doing a lecture and they're like talking about da 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 and I'm like, mm-hmm, and like, so what do you think about that, Amani? And I'm like, uh, so what? Were, what were you saying again? What was it? <laughs> um, like how I'm saying that he that there was no white savior figure in this movie. I don't understand that idea that the undercurrent of the storyline was that there was a white savior Mm. of some type. And Mm. and I really have a hard time with that because I, I, I will look it up right now. I'm actually, before I say anything, I'm going to look it up. I am. I have a strong feeling that the, that the writers for soul were people of color. And I, I just have a hard time believing that they would, be so stupid as to put white writers in this in this movie, because that would that would just be the that would be the end of the movie.
1: Don't get your hopes up too high, my man. I'm more, looking it up right worse, now. Worse things have um, Marvel did. That's so funny. You talk about like there'd be a bad decision because for the past like three days, I've been reading articles about Kevin Feige admitting it was wrong of him to cast Tilda Swinton as the ancient one in Doctor Strange. You've been thinking about that? Well, because I've been seeing articles of like, it just came up and people are saying like, yeah, too little, too late. You cast this white European woman as this old ancient Asian man. Yeah. How did you not know? Oh, it was like, originally an Asian man. Well, yes. Yeah, the, the ancient one is like the ancient arts, the ancient mystical arts. And it, yeah, it's like very, like everyone else in the training ground is fucking Asian, except for this one motherfucker who's played by Tilda Swinton, who is amazing. But like, so for him to come out and say that was a mistake, it's like, yeah like props bro thanks for coming and fucking saying that five years later after you've already cast the character so i'm just saying don't get your hopes up because yeah i love tilda swinton but when they cast her as the ancient one you're supposed to be an old ancient asian man i was like yeah they fucked that up
0: yeah that's interesting um okay so i've got some intel here so the directors, there are two directors. I'll uh, one was Kemp Powers, who is a black uh, m- a black film director, black American okay. film director, education from Howard University. So sure. and Pete Docter, who is a white man, but he was probably there because he is the CCO of he's the chief creative officer of Pixar. So he's probably oh, there, okay, like okay. like on artistic directors there. You know, I don't yeah, know how much yeah. he really directed. Um, and then the writers. Or Pete Doctor, once again, just because he's like the artistic director there. So, and then Kemp Powers is a black man, and Mike Jones, who is also a black man and an American rapper. Um,
1: oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Mike, Mike Jones. Jones? Mike Jones. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yo, Mike Jones was fucking huge when I was in middle school. There you go. Oh my God! Are you serious? That is fucking lit, bro. So, so. Oh my God! I'm going crazy right now. I know who Mike. You never heard that, Mike Jones? Who Mike Jones?
0: Mike Jones!
1: Mike Jones! Mike. That shit goes back, bro.
0: I never heard that. No. Oh my
1: God. Gee. Okay. After this, you gonna have to bump some Mike Jones. That shit Mike Jones. Is Oh my. well that's, Good that's for him, great
0: well that's great that that um worked out great then so 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 I, I my theory was correct that i i knew it would have been a bad idea for them to have all white writers on or, or, or majority white writers on there but it seems like the like the majority are really the writers and the directors were black pete right, doctor right. was just in there because he's he's always there he's do, he's there for every single movie i mean so, there's
1: oversight on everything right because it's like Yes, even if someone's there like like accredited as a writer or whatever, they may have only been in the editing room. In terms of like, hey, you have two or three storylines going on. Can we take a whole story out because it's too much or you know, they, yeah, exactly. They're, they're there to ask questions or Mike Jones like might have
0: only really been there for like dialogue, like thinking about dialogue instead of like story stuff. You know what I mean? Like talking right. about like what, right. how, how do people really speak and just being a natural person. Exactly. So, but also, but he does have a lot of writing credits. So it actually that's may, it may it, he may have just actually been a story writer. So, um, so yeah, that's, that, so that's another reason to think that that is kind of like a really like, like, like uh, looking for a problem where there isn't one as far as mm, like that goes mm. because that this is, like, that's like if you and I wrote something and, 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 I and mean, it's not impossible because, you know, it, it's everywhere, but to if somebody accused us that we are trying to, like, we we're trying to subliminally put white savior story in there. Mm-hmm. And we're like, what the fuck? That's like the yeah. last thing we want to do. <laughs> like, like, but, but uh, what those people were, were saying was that, that that was put in there like on purpose, like to, mm-hmm. to put this mold and that, oh, another very important thing, um, and this was really how how mom felt. Um, was that at the end the in the fake ending when we think that he's going to die right before they give him a second chance, which is really hilarious. But before we think that they're going to give him a second a chance, mom was like, he has to sacrifice himself so that the white person can um, you know, the white person finally learned their lesson at the expense of the black man like this is a, a common narrative Wait, when 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 in the
1: movie when he falls at, in the at, at the at the
0: at the very end at the very end of the movie when uh-huh. 22 finally jumps down to earth at the earth pass yeah you know sure. what i'm saying um and uh and he's like you know i'm ready to die so that you can go cuz now you finally at my expense found out why you want why you want to live and stuff like that and mom was just kind of like you know see and this is once again, like ignoring the fact that she's a blue soul and we're looking at Tina Fey, which is, you know, I feel like is a serious oversight, but we're, we're ignoring that part and looking as a as a white person or, you know, um, that he has to sacrifice um, himself for this white person to to finally understand what was essentially right in front of them the whole time. Um, and she's like, this is the common narrative with like white, with wh- black people having to sacrifice themselves, whether that's mentally or like literally, um, for white people to feel less uncomfortable or to mm-hmm. help white people understand because they are reluctant to, to adjust themselves to our gaze. So we are constantly having to adjust our, our gaze to theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So with that in mind, now that you've heard all that, right. I was disagreeing with that and saying everything that I told you up to this point, point. Right. and she's saying that her perspective and my perspective are not mutually exclusive.
1: Uh-huh, so that's uh-huh. what I'm saying. They don't I'm exist con- by themselves. They can yes. be sort of.
0: And I'm confused because I feel like mine is like l- is literally only refuting what she's saying. Yeah, yeah. And I- I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what you're saying is real, but I don't know if that's here in this movie. Is what I'm like, trying to uh-huh, say. Uh-huh. And, and so, but she's saying it's not mutually exclusive. So I'm, I'm really confused. So do you think that uh, being a, a third eye on this situation, you know, what do you think? And also, since you've also seen the movie yourself, you have your own opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely think it's a point that we should talk about because um, sort of the, the history of entertainment and how different people are portrayed differently. It, it's a valid thing to bring up. Um, for me, I'll try and just hit some of the points you were talking about uh well first off i disagree that he has to give his life up for her or for for them for the soul because because he died he died because he was happy he got a job and didn't pay attention first off that's a lawsuit to the city first of all because this manhole was not like properly taped off and supervised because it's fucking dangerous to do that. Um, right, right. So first off, he he died being careless, and so was the construction company. <laughs> He's, He's dead. His <laughs> life was already over. So this idea of oh, the he had to give him he had to give up his life for this soul. It's like first off that Earth Pass already belonged to 22 it belonged to the soul whenever the souls find their spark they get an earth pass so he stole their earth pass to come back so i do i disagree entirely with that point um i do think we can talk about casting in terms of who played the soul um uh, but for me then that takes us more into this um into this realm of is it a black movie or is it just a movie about a dude who's black right because then if you cast it as a young black boy now again we're stuck in this idea of assigning a race which doesn't fucking exist we're all the same race Uh, this different ethnicity um, which also doesn't matter because the way you talk and the way you act is based off your fucking culture is based off who you're raised around. So Geography. What, so what this soul sounds like literally shouldn't matter. That is the point. Tina Fey is hilarious and she's hilarious in this role, which is why I was not fucking with that point of view. I was like, I disagree because how you have white boys that, that sound like 50 cent because they're raised on the same block doing the same thing, right? Our race is not real our ethnicity is just an illusion based off of how we biologically adapted to be in different parts of the world culture makes up all this shit so this soul had no culture yet so it doesn't matter what they sounded like (laughs) because when they grew up and became a person it would have been different um so that part actually irritates me a little bit as you can as you can tell um uh, again, but it's, it's not an invalid point to bring up. Uh, second, for me, it's not white saviorism because it is through Joe's, uh, the main character's reflection of the soul's um, experience in his body, right? This soul is feeling things, literally feeling things for the first time. And they pick up like a leaf and like a whistle or like a lollipop, right? This like, like basic ass shit, Right. And it, it, it is it is through the experience, um, the first time experience of these things that Joe sort of has these recollections, because also let's take into account the context of this soul. Right. So in this world, all these little souls before they go down to Earth, they spend all their time like they get a mentor. So like some famous lost soul like Albert Einstein or, or Mother Teresa or whatever, like someone to guide them. Right. And they also have unlimited access to all the things on Earth, right, which is actually kind of stupid because they have access to pizza and hot dogs, but they can't taste or feel any of it. So that that part was dumb to me. But they can do all these things. They can play football. They can do ping pong. They can learn astrophysics. All these things, every single thing that is possible on Earth, they have an opportunity to try to do in soul land. Right. And the whole point was that this soul had been up there for hundreds and hundreds of years because none of this shit made a connection with them. Uh, Duh, because they can't actually do it or experience it. Right. So they spent all these years and all these mentors, right. They even made the example of like Gandhi gave up on this soul. Right. Because they just couldn't commit to anything. But as soon as this soul got to be in this person's body, and just like breathe air and walk and wear a suit and get their hair cut, right and experience culture experience a fucking like hot dog they, they didn't eat no fucking like fried chicken you know what i mean like it was a really like sort of like general thing they were just like, experiencing life and it is through joe joe's reflection of seeing himself uh uh stop getting caught up in like, I'm not successful, I'm never gonna amount to anything. But just to see someone who had never experienced anything find joy in something that, that he had considered meaningless a long time ago, it, that is credit to him and his character as a person. Um, and so to me, it is those things that make that evaluation untrue. And even if people still feel that way, because that's their interpretation that's valid they they interpret interpreted that and also one of the things we'll talk about in a minute especially with dance and and other art is i think there's a difference between saying my dance my film my play does this thing exactly the audience is going to feel this way exactly versus my play my dance my adaptation of this thing my lecture is an attempt to show this is an attempt to convey this emotion, or to try and get an outside eye at this type of experience, right? So when we talk about things in the direction of attempting to get towards something, I think it's it's a lot more oh, it's a lot more open for being how it's received. And for me, that's why this film worked. I definitely would have loved to see it for longer, um, but the fact that you just saw like how excellent. Joe was at what he was doing, and his mom too. Like his mom was a straight up like business owner of like an exclusive tailor. You know what I mean? Like she was the shit. He mm-hmm. was in her shop asking mm-hmm. her for money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so there's was like a fair amount of black excellence in this show, and you know like spoiler alert at the end when Joe is talking to the main singer of the band, who's like the famous person she tells him the story of the fish saxophonist the saxophonist yeah yeah um uh, uh she tells him the story of this fish who's like oh i can't wait to be in the ocean i can't wait to be in the ocean and the other fish buddies like yeah but she's swimming right now and he's like yeah but this can't be the ocean this is like some river or some lake or some shit one day I'll, I'll make it to the ocean meanwhile this fish is swimming in the ocean the whole time yeah right so we're talking about like like what we understand and what we feel is like dictated by how we perceive ourselves and what we're doing, which like goes back to his idea of success and trying yeah. to live up to his father's expectations and trying to find his own groove. Um, and it was through this soul who had tried literally everything and then comes to earth and does like the most mundane basic shit that he can find that, you know what I mean? So for me, yeah. I just, I, I, I appreciate the questions, but I disagree.
0: Yo, I think you actually brought a, like a really good point to light like this this soul it, it had been thousands of years but that, right, that, that, thousands thousands. that soul had done everything imaginable uh, a, a countless amount of times yeah. and then yeah it came to earth had a slice of pizza got the haircut you know all, all, the, all just the simplest things yeah. and that was what made it ready to live um so yeah that's a that's a really good point and I, I don't get me wrong i really disagree with the points as well and you you brought up some really uh relevant um points what was i trying to say though? there there's something else oh that story that the saxophonist told um was really profound It actually really hit me like when i me when too, i was the, the, sto- the story it actually goes um there the, the the fish is the fish is saying i want the ocean i want the ocean another fish says well you're in the ocean and the f- other fish says this yeah. this is just water mm-hmm. that's what the fish r- says. R- this r- is this r- is just r- water <laughs> and saying and, and so that was that was a like that almost changed my whole perspective on the whole game like of where i'm at right now in my own life and also um that idea of that the spark is not your purpose the spark is not your purpose it's just when you're ready to live Uh uh uh-huh and that was like so and thinking about that how all these souls like when that one soul shot an arrow with the bow and arrow and then the spark appeared that means that 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 was the thing that kicked it to do like oh i'm ready to live i want to do this in real life like Mm -hmm. this is what i want Mm -hmm. so like thinking about that i was like wow this movie is actually super profound in like so many ways this Mm -hmm. like this is a really brilliant idea uh i uh i'm gonna stick with my guns my my one criticism of it was that i wish we'd seen more of joe before he just straight up turned into a soul and like we got like into that land like immediately Uh uh-huh we we only got to see him for like 10 minutes uh, before things like went to shit before he died, right? <laughs> um, and I, I, so that's sad. Um, but other than that, oh yeah, the pizza thing was weird. I thought that was weird. I was like, what are they just gonna, supposed to look at it in this place? Like, what is the point? Like, right. uh, you can't taste it. Like, what the hell? Um, but I mean, yeah. I mean, I I think that what you said kind of helped me uh, think about a few things. I I, I think that your point about like race is is like is a social construct all that stuff and that's that's true it's all about it's like culture is the, are these things that we've created over many 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 years and it's what makes us who we are why are there white guys that sound like 50 cent and it's like yeah i totally <laughs> hear where you're coming from no no like that's such a great example that's a great analogy it's hilarious um or like how there's guys like you and me and people are like oh you guys are whitewashed you sons of bitches yeah
1: yeah like stupid shit <laughs> like that
0: you know like it's, it's, it's all in your mind. you know um I think where people why some people may disagree with that point. I agree with it, but why some people may disagree with it is because there are like posers. You know what I mean? Like there are white guys who fake sounding like 50 Cent, even though they didn't even grow up in that area. They're just they're capitalizing on 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 something that's like a trend. There's people that follow trends. Like you, you see it on yeah. TikTok all the time. Yeah. People that are toxic and shit like that that are that are that are uh, capitalizing on culture that doesn't belong to them but you but you can tell obviously you can you can see the fakes from the real ones the people whose culture you know uh you know if it really belongs to them you can see you wouldn't even second guess yeah, it but, yeah yeah but i think that's why some people when they don't look at it deeply enough and they see that they're like oh i think know. it's
1: i think it's a fair question i think it's a a, a good conversation to have i just don't agree with the point.
0: Mm. Um, what would you say um, really hit you about the movie? Like what? Like as I, I found the, I'm sure you found the water thing profound as well. But let's just put that aside for now. We both just got decided that was profound. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> was there another mo- <laughs> was there another moment in the movie? Um, I don't know how recently you saw it, but when you saw it, where it kind of made you rethink maybe something in your life, and and what was that? You know, what was mm-hmm, it that good you know?
1: Question. For me, it was really the water analogy. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I just go back you, to the water. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd no. be so
0: funny. Okay. You, just,
1: you just can't get away from that point. just so The water, bro. Like <laughs> seriously, man. water is so tasty. <laughs> <laughs> so what the fuck this is it? Um, no, what really nailed it for me is. Oh man, I'm in. I'm in such this. Climb right now because I'm 30, and I'm not. I'm not a master of anything. Um, and I, I don't think I expected myself to be a master at 30. Um, and at the same time, I did add on a huge element to the career that I was pursuing fucking six years ago. You know what I mean? So I'm 30, but I'm only six years deep into like, like acting and directing and editing video. Which is like my main career now, you know i spent I've been dancing since two thousand and eight, so it's a lot it's a long time um,
0: yeah you you and, would have been closer to being a dancing master like yeah, uh, no, a dance yeah. master better like I a had... a movement master mm-hmm. rather than a, 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 a you know a, it's gonna be a little while yeah
1: right, right, and so for me um I've been wrestling a lot with the skills that I have because because I've been developing myself for a long time, but this skill set in particular is newer. So it's a bit frustrating to like, like still have big ideas and big, or like big ideas and deep understanding and to still not have the skill set that is uh, like sort of relevant to that sort of things that I can do. I can't do them yet, even though I understand um, how to communicate certain things, or you know what I mean. There's there's just sort of that lag um, in perception versus physical abilities, or you know actual skill. Um, and so I work really hard, and at the same time, I'm just not at the at the point where I can hit it like. Uh, clean and nasty you know what I mean and when Joe gets on the piano he hits that thing clean nasty like like he just disappears in his own world when he's playing piano like it's like he can move mountains you know what I mean he can, like, he can like align the planets with his playing like it's just you know what I mean like when you get there to that point of doing something like I, I've, I've touched it in certain areas of my, of my life like being that proficient and so for me Like I work hard, but the work doesn't always look as hard as I've worked it just because my skills aren't up to par. And so I've really been feeling this way about, um, how do I phrase this? Like, I really have been feeling this like lag in proficiency, you know, in terms of really being able to, I don't know how to phrase it in terms of like do the damn thing. You know what I mean? Um, I think my, my, you, piano yeah, teacher, yeah.
0: yeah, my piano teacher he originally voiced it to me as, uh, your brain is ahead of your body. Yes. He said he, exactly. said, he said, your, your brain exceeds when I was first trying to play things and stuff like that. He's like, you, you're very quick learning. Your brain is exceeding the capabilities of your hands. Yeah. You can't do it. You want to, you know, you, you, if you, if you were only a brain, you could, but you're not. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's, that's the, that's the. That's the weakness of this body we live in, that it's not as fast as our brain. Right. Our brain, our brains are fucking lightning fast and our bodies are are just these slow fucking things that have to do muscle
1: memory. Right, right. What the even fuck though, is that all about? Even though muscle memory is not a thing, the memory is in your nerves, not in your muscles. Oh, Which, oh. yeah, there you go. There's a little piece for you. But I mean, okay. in terms of like, I could dance <laughs> and just like, I could do it to where if like for myself, like I could give myself chills. You know what I mean? And not even like bragging, just like, that's how good it feels. And like everything I want to do, I could do. There's still more stuff to learn, but yeah. And so I I feel that deficit when I do other things. Um, So I just had that sort of relatability of like, he's, he's, he's there, he's peak performance. And at the same time, he's still struggling with his mind. Right? So for me, I have the reverse of like, my mind is there. I'm ready to like click clack. Let's go. And so I just had that relatability that character of like, what is it to push yourself in like the different phases that we go through? Um, because him, he had this skill, but he wasn't pushing himself in the way to like get out there and really capitalize on that skill. And me, I have another version of that. So I really connected to, to that part of the story.
0: That's legit. You know, I, I, I really feel for you as far as like you, you basically switched your career path you know, six years ago, and um, and and like I, I'm fresh still in that whole imposter syndrome thing of it because, I am, um, you know me, I I've been fucking doing theater since I was seven years old. Yeah, right. Like if I if I were, if I were to be doing this for ten more years, then I could I could be considered. Not a master, but someone who has a, a, a certain like a, a, a certain confidence with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. that, that yeah. a, a certain proficiency in it that is of a high level. Um, but you know, I did like I didn't just switch from theater to like dancing. I switched from theater to coding, on the right, whole right. other fucking side of the planet. You know what I mean? And and so I, you know, I I think that really honestly, you shouldn't worry about like not being a master of something at 30, you know, I think that being a master takes a lifetime. I think that, oh, uh, I, yeah, think, definitely, I think, a, definitely. I think a lot of people don't even get to become masters. And, and when they become masters, it's like in their final years. And that's when they write their manifesto and then they die. I hear you right know right. what I mean? Like yeah. that's it. Uh, we don't, we don't, uh, how complex these things are, how complex we make these things rather um, outlive us, outlives our capability to, mm. to master them in the way that we want to. I also think that a lot of it's like a, something in our minds like i think that we um we hold ourselves back a lot like i think many ways we are i think um we talked about hunter x hunter before on the podcast um what was really profound about that show to me was how people ordinary people could uh infuse their nen in things subconsciously when they were doing something like when they're in the zone basically when they do something. did you
1: finish yeah i did okay we'll talk about that later I, i'm yeah, so fucking yeah, mad i finished yeah. it dude I'm bro so you mad. finished you gotta go go pick up the manga the manga uh, i will goes further
0: yeah. i was gonna watch the show again with no subtitles this time too so i can just like only focus on the characters expressions and everything on the animation oh, fuck again you <laughs> <laughs>
1: whatever dork.
0: uh you know i was just thinking about it you know um um, but I started jujitsu uh, kaisen. Yeah, uh, super oh. good. I'm only on. I'm only on the second episode. So, uh, um. so good. <laughs> that so shows delicious. <laughs> it's <so good. laughs> Isn't that great that, that 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 there's that there is something out there? Like we we're just we just barely said the names and we're already like laughing because it's just so awesome Bro, to think about.
1: That show is like that show is like. Getting head while smoking a blunt, while eating ice cream, while on a roller coaster. g like that show Bro, is so I feel lit, you. dog. It is so so
0: good, so so good. No, I felt I felt that way too about Hunter X Hunter. Like I was never bored, like ever during that show. You know Bro, what I mean? Like write, when you're when writing, you're so, the writing is
1: everything. G. The writing
0: is so excellent. You know what I mean? And you can really tell the difference. I actually, um, I, I, we'll talk about it another time. But yeah. um, so what? What the fuck was I saying? Oh, oh yeah, like mastership, um. Like, I feel like we, like we hold ourselves back and when we are masters of things without knowing, like, I think that in certain ways of being a director of photography or just a cinematographer in general, uh, or I don't really know the terminology for it. So correct me. Um, but I feel like you're already, I feel like you're already a master in that field compared to other people in some ways. I think that there's not just a master of everything. Right, because then you're just a master of none. Right, you can't be a master of everything, and and you're ne- you're never gonna be a master of all things in the film field or or even the camera operating field. That would be ridiculous. Right, at the most, you'd just be very knowledgeable of everything, and then be a master in a few things or one thing. And so I think you're already um, as far as uh, uh, applying your previous um, n- near mastership of movement and all that stuff with your long time of study and just uh given intuition uh that you're applying that to your cinematography and you're seeing okay how, how to shoot people's bodies mm-hmm. it's like it's very important and how to use your own body I, i've been on set with you a few times at this point and when you when i'm helping you on set like when you're i'm moving when you're moving backwards you need me to guide you you're moving in ways that i doubt steven spielberg ever moved in and can move in anymore Fair right. Yeah, so there's enough. a lot of different way. There's a lot of different things about, it, I feel like. Um, and for me, certain things as well about, you know, coding and for everybody about mm-hmm. uh, around there. I wonder what it is, though, that makes us think like what what stops us from realizing those points? Like what 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 makes it so that we're always like, oh, I'm not a master. I'm not good. I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. Instead of like realizing like, well, I can really do this one part of this like really well. I should like focus on this a little bit more. And like, like really like master that because I already have like a given ability in that and i already like sort of achieved mastery in that, at that level. You know what I mean? Like, why is everything just like, you know what I mean?
1: Well, I definitely feel like, well, first off, it's, I think society definitely holds that expectation. And I, I don't know if that's my expectation of myself. I just am sort of noticing what I don't have. You know what I mean? I definitely don't expect myself to be a master of anything yet. Um, But I think I'm comparing my progress to mastery. How close or how far am I? And normally, I don't really care about mastery. Um, I care about getting as much information as I can in order to do what I want. And I think for me, my progress is much slower because I don't have a community in terms of like dancing like it's way easier you know san diego has its ups and its downs and we can talk shit about that for sure but in terms of filming especially because we're in san diego and not in not in la mm-hmm. like i've had to i already knew how to direct because i came from the dance world and i feel like working with people is working with people the frame you have is the frame you have that you could be in front of an audience you could be you know four feet from a camera where i'm only have a close-up on your lips i i know how to direct that's probably my my biggest affinity like when i started making dance Mm -hmm. um in college that was the thing that i ate up like i was pac-man right so that's probably the thing that i have the like in terms of nen ability that's Mm -hmm. my main ability and then it breaks off into like acting and Cinematography. Oh,
0: look at that! Look how smart that was. What you just, did you know there. what I mean. It sort of broke, yeah, yeah. broke it off. So yeah, if I'm a hundred
1: percent director and eighty percent cinematography and eighty percent acting, right? Uh-huh, so for uh-huh. me, it's about my just being aware that my progress is slower because I have to know everything, right? Especially when I started off, nobody wanted to direct, nobody wanted to film, nobody wanted to edit. Everybody wanted to be in a thing. Everybody wanted to be an actor. Everybody wants to do this and do the stunts and do all that shit, and so. Not only do I have to develop the skills um, for like just to do it, but also just to put it out there, like everybody shouldn't be doing everything. And if you don't have the people skills, like you're not going to make it work. Like it doesn't matter how good you think you are direct. If you can't deal with five, 10, 20 different people at the same time during a stressful situation, when you've got four minutes left to get this shot, you're not built for this. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. the people that wanted to fuck with me, I was like, nah, gee, like, like no disrespect, but like you like the idea of directing, but you don't actually fully comprehend what it takes. You know what I mean? Because like Mm -hmm. as a director, it's not just your fucking job to tell people what to do and to have a plan. It's -hmm. your job to fucking take care of your people. Mm -hmm. Right. They are. That is your crew. That is your cast Mm -hmm. and not in terms of ownership. But in terms of looking out for, like, that's Mm -hmm. your, that's your people, dog. And if you can't feel that way about them, Mm -hmm. then you shouldn't be directing. So, so for me, it was like, I have this responsibility to learn how to edit Mm -hmm. because the people that are around me, even if they had the skills, they have the work ethic, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And like, Mm -hmm. and that's how I know, like, that's one of the things that I feel like, I don't know if I passed it on or if it's just part of our shared lineage of like, we, like you and I work Mm -hmm hard mm-hmm. and not just to say we work hard but just like because that's what we enjoy we enjoy fucking mm-hmm. getting down with the get down you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that's why i i'm so crazy about proficiency because mm-hmm. i just want to get down mm-hmm. and that's why for me we're like my dancing is not a one particular style because i see something new and i'll go only learn that for two or three years mm-hmm. and then i'll come back and i'll like integrate it into myself and mm-hmm. and be something new because of that Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it was like, man, all these motherfuckers with all the skills don't have everything else. Like none of these motherfuckers mm-hmm. were leaders. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? None of these motherfuckers mm-hmm. wanted to take care of their people. None of these motherfuckers wanted to put in the extra time for mm-hmm. free. And so I, I really feel the, the the, uh, like one step at a time because mm-hmm. I'm learning everything. And, and I, I have to forgive myself often, but it, it, it also goes along with what I believe. And like, look, if you want to go, um, what was it? If you want to go fast, mm-hmm. go alone. But if you want to mm-hmm. go far, you go together. And mm-hmm. I believe that with my community in the mm-hmm. same way I believe that with my skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah i forgot what the original point oh yeah in terms of like obsessing over mastery i think it's yeah yeah. that's just part of my reality and sometimes even though i do face more of the emotional brunt of things because i Mm -hmm. just may just be overwhelmed with frustration Mm -hmm. i do have to take a step back and go like collectively i've come a long fucking way and i didn't even go to film school you know what i mean so yeah Yeah, i i feel
0: like um it also like it varies per what you do i mean I, i've had a couple of realizations right now while you were while you were talking and listening to what you're saying and um it's it's tough like when you're an artist um or you are you are working in the arts um like together is what it is you know what i mean like you have to, you've got to have people around you it happens with the crew that's how you do things and um and for a lot of the the hangups with building a crew is like you said, like work ethic. Like, yeah, people have the like they have the the resources or the knowledge, but people don't want to. You know, they don't want to work all the time or or not work all the time, but they don't want to. Um, they uh, let's say they they're they're flakes or they don't take direction or 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 they are like, no, I want to do my own thing on this project. You know what I mean? Instead mm-hmm. of like trying to work. As a cohesive like a thing, or you know, there there's also like not a hierarchy, but there is like when there's a director, you know, they the not saying the the PA can't like say hey, you know, do everything, but like if the PA was like, you know, you never asked me for my ideas, this is ridiculous, and they walk off the set, <laughs> right. you're like, what the fuck just happened, like, right. bruh, um, so they, you know, that that that's really tough because people are just so confusing and diverse mm. that it's hard to narrow to whittle down those who are going to be your your crew who, mm. who are focused yeah i think is the best way to put it um but then in like a field like for instance like coding where i think or just business in general but coding and business which is such a snaky part world mm. so ugly it is the part of america that everyone hates like technology yeah, te- tech. technology is great oh it's awesome and and it really intrigues me i just can't help myself like i feel like if i could fucking be a cyborg i fucking like would like no i'm not even i'm not even fucking playing yeah if yeah, i could fucking you, if i could get pieces of my body <laughs> i'm not even joking um so it's like that, that A I, flashlight I, on your arm just <laughs> god already did that for me no i'm, I'm kidding um no, <laughs> um no but like uh, so that's very learning to me. But then everything else about it, you know, like just the, the constituents and and people like stealing ideas like, no, Mark Zuckerberg is not the only one. Mm-hmm. He is not the first one. He is not the last one. He is he is not a crazy one. He's just one that happened to make 70 billion dollars off <laughs> of doing that. But people <laughs> but people do that all the goddamn time, even right. if it's just for the fun of it. Right. People do it all the time. That's why there's fucking hackers right. that don't even make a dime sometimes. So it's very stressful to. To, 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 in the coding world, you think if you wanna go at all, you go alone. Mm. Because if you end up going with other people, most of the time it's like these antisocial motherfuckers that are like fucking like super cringy to work with.
1: They're gonna steal your shit, maybe.
0: Or or maybe they might not, but they're just super hard to work with because they don't Mm. know how to communicate. (laughs) Or, or so that's not your people. Or, you know, you find someone that's like, oh, like, this is my, like somebody like me. And then I'm like, oh, fuck someone like me. They're probably hella ambitious. They're probably going to steal my idea. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I have similar issues to you. Like I, I am trying to learn everything that I want to do at every part of it because I had developed a website before. And in order to get somebody to work with me that I knew wouldn't steal my idea, I had to sign a $5,000 contract.
1: Ooh, you paid them uh, five grand?
0: Not all in total. It was through another company as well, of course. But yeah, five grand just so I could be fucking assured that I wasn't going to have my idea stolen for anything. Mm -hmm. Obviously lost money because I didn't make anything back, but it was very valuable experience. Right. right. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I'm in so much debt. I'm kidding. It was my own money. I'm not in debt. Um. So. Uh, that's for all you listeners out there. Don't worry. I'm not in any <laughs> trouble with the cartel or any loan sharks. I'm Gotta responsible break your enough. Knees, <laughs> break your knees, you son of a bitch. Um, so, yeah, that, it, it's really hard. Um, but I, I realized another thing here is like um, we we often pursue things um, that we feel like is us. You know, like I, I am nothing without this. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. lots of people are like that, uh-huh. and 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 it's it's a thing that's taught to you a lot too. Like, in when I was in school, people were like, "If you have a backup plan, you shouldn't be doing this. You should be doing your backup plan." You know what I mean? Like people say that. You know what I mean? I'm like, what that's kind of white yeah. privilege bullshit is this? Like, <laughs> is I'm this. gonna,
1: like, I'll
0: drop every, everything so to, to make my dreams come true it's right. like are you a fucking superhero like is this a book <laughs> Please, this is not yeah uh, it's not reality but also like w- there, what we do and what we excel at is not who we are mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i can be a programmer you know and i could fucking make video games but i can be a, a i can be an artist about it mm-hmm. you know what i mean I don't have to be a scientist or an engineer or a mathematician like they all say you have to be. Oh, you have to take fucking calculus for this. No. Why I'm why I don't have to do that is because I've been acting for 10 years and I and I know what what, what the bigger picture looks like. Mm. I don't need to know what these equations look like. Right. I can fucking pay somebody for that. I pay somebody five thousand dollars to do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <For> <laughs> you sure, know what I mean? Sure,
0: yeah. Um, and so that. That's something I realized right now with you. So I, I, so I think that, that uh, I think that that's something that society put on us. I think that's like a, some bullshit that gatekeepers designed to make people uh, pursue something that they or, or people, uh, yeah, um, tirelessly pursue th- something because they feel that it is their dream. And it may be their dream, even though it is maybe not what they excel at or they're pursuing something that they excel at, uh, but hating it because they are saying this is not my dream when Mm -hmm. when those two things are certainly not mutually exclusive Mm, Um, you're bringing it back (laughs) (laughs) um i'm i think i might have forgotten what my other thing was because that i i I talked so long about that one thing but it'll come back maybe i don't know
1: well if it doesn't that's that's all right and i feel like that's it If, if if you like this uh, follow subscribe like yes. share with your friends mm-hmm. all 20 of you out there that have been consistently listening Woo. i want to let you know that that means a lot like it means like, a lot holy moly like, like that like screw how many numbers whatever mm-hmm. it's cool that y'all are there and you're listening and you enjoy it mm-hmm. um uh hopefully we can get some sort of I don't know, discord or something where we can like, Oh, that was
0: so great. Yeah. Like It'd say like up, a community going.
1: Yeah. Say what's up to y'all because my homie, shout out to Trey. Every time he listens and he like, you know, hears something he likes, he texts me. He'd be mm-hmm. like, yes, go off on this. I'm mm-hmm. like, Hey, thanks bro. I really appreciate that. So mm-hmm. it would just be cool to, um, connect with, with more of y'all so i think as we mm. get back into this thing and as things begin to open up and we begin to record in the studio and have guests i think that that we can begin to include our our community in that and maybe we can even begin to have some sort of community section where we answer questions Ooh. or have somebody call in for a second or you know some, that's cool. something cool like that yeah
0: that's a cool idea
1: yeah holla at your boy we'll catch you in the next one
0: all right peace out